You're listening to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferber, is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer, and if you are a special education teacher, then this is the place to be. I'm going to be right by your side, helping you learn everything you can about building and operating a successful department. Today's guest is Alyssa Shanahan from Simply Special Ed, and we are going to talk about how to prep for the school year before you step foot in a classroom this fall. I know, I know, you might be thinking, but Jennifer, I'm just now finishing a school year. Why would you even possibly think it was okay to begin the conversation of next year? Well, first off, stick with me. I'm absolutely not trying to stress you out. In fact, today's episode is meant to do the opposite. Its intent is to give you a leg up for the next year. If you're anything like me, the last thing you want to think about at the end of one school year is the next school year. But yet, if you're honest with yourself, it's always there. It's like this little nagging voice in the back of your brain saying things like, you know, if you would just do such and such, it would make things so much easier next year. Or you should have done X, Y, and Z last year. We want to turn our brains off during the summer months, but teaching is at the core of who we are, and we are constantly seeking better ways to improve our craft, to be better than we were the year before. And so Alyssa is here to help you make just a few preparations before the school year starts that will help you out immensely next school year so that some of the stress of heading back to the fall is taken off your plate. So let's hear from Alyssa. Well, hey, Alyssa, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. You know, I looked back at our Instagram messages and we've been trying to coordinate this for a full year. I do remember that. (laughs) I'm so excited that we finally made it happen. Thank you so much for having me. So before we get started, would you introduce yourself and tell us about your background in special education? Hi, I am Alyssa from Simply Special Ed. I'm a former self-contained special ed teacher, and I'm currently a curriculum developer, and I have a huge passion for supporting teachers now in their own special education journey. I'm also the creator of the Simple Self-Contained Setup 101 course, where I teach new and veteran special education teachers how to set up their own classroom for success all year long, and that is my new passion as a teacher. So in the intro, I told the listeners that we weren't trying to stress them out by forcing them to think about next school year this summer, and that instead we wanted to give them a better school year than the one that they just had, because that one was pretty stressful for all of us. And we wanted to provide them with the tools and resources that would benefit them in preparing to have an amazing school year coming up. So Why is what we're going to talk about today, prepping for a new school year before you step foot in your classroom, why is it important to start preparing for a new school year now? So I'm all about teachers taking all the time off that they need over the summer because self-care is so important. They've had such a hard couple of years, not even just this year. So allowing them time to rest and recoup after these really tough years is so important. But over the years that I did absolutely no prep over the summer, and I just thought about school that few days before school where they're paying you to come in and get your classroom ready, those were my hardest years of teaching ever. 
So prepping a few things over the summer in your own time when your head is in the right space to do so in a productive way, whether that be just a few days or just one weekend, or even if it's just one morning a week, it will give you enormous benefits and really reduce your stress load. So, you know, the first being you'll feel less stressed when you come into school that first week before school starts. Um, this is a typical week where teachers get to start thinking about school, whether that be classroom setup or scheduling, um, or even if it's just IEP review. But on top of that, your school is going to require a lot of you, like meetings, professional development. You're going to have to meet people or talk to parents. And all that pressure just adds up so fast. So if you let that pressure all add up in one week, you're going to be entering that fresh school year with an already stressful mindset. And that's what I want teachers to avoid by prepping just a little bit ahead of time over the summer. Everything that you just said just resonates with me so much because you think you have that full week. Oh, I have so much time to get things done. Well, you don't. You know, you are just crazy busy and things just keep getting pushed back and back and back. So those are definitely some benefits that I wish I had had as a new teacher. I wish I'd, you know, talked to you a long time ago, (laughs) even though I'm way, way older than you. But so you mentioned a starting point. So what is step one in your prepping for a new school year? So the first thing that I think is important for you to have down pat is prepping your routines. You're going to want to ask yourselves a few questions. What are the routines in your classroom? What materials do you need for them? And how do you plan on teaching them to your students? Routines are like the core of our special education classroom, both in self-contained and resource and even in gen ed. This is something to think about, too. Um, If you don't spend time understanding and really writing down what your routines are in the visuals that you may need to teach them, then you're going to have a stressful beginning of the school year every single year. And your students aren't going to know those routines come December or January even. So the first thing I think you should do is think about your entire day. Picture yourself inside your classroom. What routines will your students be doing throughout the day? Make a list of all of them. Then make a list of all the steps for each routine. Then finally, depending on your students' needs, make a list of visuals or checklists you're going to use to teach these routines and have on hand as reminders throughout the year. This will save you a ton of time. Those are good ideas. Routines are often overlooked and very much needed. So can you give us a couple of examples of the types of routines that you are talking about? Yeah, so whether you're, where your students are going to put their backpack when they get into school, when they first step foot in the classroom, where does their backpack go? What do they do next? Do they use the bathroom? Do they have to pick up a morning folder? Do they have a morning activity that's the same every day? That is a very first step routine that they're going to need to know to be successful and not need so much prompting during the mornings, freeing up the teachers and paraprofessionals time. I think those are they're overlooked because they we assume sometimes that kids already know how to do those things. So by setting everyone up for, you know, to learn those things, I think we're setting them up for success. So once we have the routines down that we know that we're going to need for a year, what is step two? Then you're going to want to think about prepping schedule materials. What types of schedules do your students currently use? Do you have extra schedules ready to go if you're going to get a new student? So obviously, the one thing we know we need is schedules. Every person needs a schedule. Um, The teacher needs a schedule to know when her lunch is, to know when she gets a break, to know when her day ends. In every single job, we have a schedule and our students need schedules too, because otherwise, they're going to feel stressed about their own day. 
So depending on the type of classroom and ability of your students, your schedules can be really unique and different each year. Um, so you can combat this by prepping a variety of schedules each and every year to have on hand. So first, you're going to think of your students who are currently on your caseload and what they're currently using as a schedule system. Are any of those students ready to transition to a least restrictive schedule? I do teach this method of choosing schedules inside my Simple Self-Contained Setup 101 course, which we can talk about later. But you really want to think of giving students the least restrictive, restrictive schedule for them first. And you're going to want to think about transitioning students to a more least restrictive schedule throughout the year. Then you're going to decide if you have any new students that you're getting. If you know... If, if you have, if you've read their IEP, you should have a sense of the type of schedule that they will need. But if you don't, you can start younger students with a wall schedule and start older students with a schedule binder. And finally, one of my biggest tips ever, which I mentioned earlier, is just prepping extra schedules. Each and every year, I got at least two new students in the middle of the year. And you know, the middle of the year can be craziness. I probably have 10 IEPs in one week and paraprofessionals out stick, stick, and the list just goes on. So you're going to want to have some extra schedules prepped and ready to pull out at a moment's notice. So when you do get a new student, you can start them off on the right foot on day one and relieve a huge amount of your stress when getting them. And what if someone doesn't know all the details of, you know, what their building is going to look like? Is this still something that they can work on right now? Absolutely. If you don't know the details, I say to prep your dream schedule. Think about what you do know, make your dream schedule. And then when you do get that information, it's easy to just plug and play with that schedule. Instead of starting from scratch and trying to fit everything in, you kind of have an idea of everything that you want to include on that dream schedule. And you can maneuver it to make fit for the different lunch times or special times. So I'm assuming that the next step is to actually make the schedule. Exactly. So now we're talking about making that daily schedule, the actual workings, the subjects, and the order of activities every single day. So making that dream schedule before you have any of this information over the summer is going to allow you to feel less stress when you do get all those pieces and trying to connect them together. Um, over the summer, I say you should jot down your dream schedule in your notes app, maybe on your phone when you're on the beach and you're in the right headspace, or maybe you're more of a Google Doc person or a paper pencil person. Just take a few minutes to jot down what you would like to include in your day and what you need to include in your day. And then as the information starts to flow in from admin and from specialists, you can start plugging and playing and moving things around. Um, I am teaching this exact routine of how to build your schedule in my webinar this week called Four Steps to Drafting Your Daily Schedule in Just an Hour. We're going to build those dream schedules inside that webinar. So if anyone would like to join me, I can give you the link at the end here. But basically, we're going to start with jotting down the non-negotiable schedule pieces, the things that you need to have in your day, paraprofessional lunches, student lunches, therapies, things like that, that you absolutely have to include. Then you're going to have your own must-haves, the things that you want to teach, the things that are on IEPs. And finally, you just build this dream schedule before you even have those details, making it so much easier when you do. Creating a schedule in an hour sounds like <laughs> the most amazing thing ever. My co-teacher and I usually spend you know, hours and hours and hours creating a schedule for a resource room. So that sounds like an awesome class that you have. 
I know that scheduling was always the beast that took me so long to master when I first started teaching. And then once I did it and I had it down, it would change within a day, within two days. It was just so frustrating. But now I know that you can't do anything about schedule changes. Exactly. They're just going to happen. So do you have any advice for how to handle that? Like you just said, scheduling truly is a beast. Creating a schedule can be such a hugely time-consuming task, but you have to be ready as a special education teacher or as any teacher, ready to adapt and change that schedule at a moment's notice. Things can change for a few months even, and that can be very stressful if you don't know that that's probably going to happen. So as I said earlier, prepping that dream schedule over the summer so you have a starting point, relieve some of that pressure, and then being prepared for change is another way to relieve more pressure. Once we realize, you know, change will happen, we don't have to see it as catastrophic anymore. We know that we have to adapt and morph this dream schedule to fit in all those pieces, and the mindset just kind of changes that all. So I mentioned that I taught resource. Um, is this type of scheduling specific to just self-contained or how would a resource teacher or an inclusion teacher adapt it to make it work for them? Yeah, no, not at all. This can be used in any setting, even with general education students. Um, with scheduling, we always want to use the least restrictive option. So all general education classrooms have a schedule on the wall. And as teachers, like I said earlier, we depend on our daily schedule as well. So we want to know when our lunch is. If we have PD, we want to know when we get out of it. No one wants to know. No one doesn't want to know when the end of something is. We need to have that information to be successful. So schedules are so important. For a resource teacher, I would follow these same steps, but I would make sure that I'm individualizing each student's scheduling system based on what they personally need, whether that be just the classroom full schedule up on the board, or maybe they need more support with a binder schedule, whether that be with visual picture cards or even a dry erase checklist. This is just something that you're going to have to individualize as well. And your goal is to get students on that whole group schedule on the wall. Well, Alyssa, thank you so much for talking us through this today. I'm glad that we were able to finally connect and make this happen. But before we go, would you tell the listeners where they can find you and learn more from you? Sure. So thank you so much for having me. I am teaching this little schedule portion inside my free live webinar this week, Four Steps to Drafting Your Daily Schedule in Just One Hour. We're going to dive more deeply into this schedule process. And you can find the link on my website, simplyspecialed.com slash webinar. Or I'm sure you'll put the link in the show notes for people. Um, I hope to see a lot of you there. If you are looking for more information on my blog, it's just simplyspecialed.com and social media is also simplyspecialed. Awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely put all of those links in the show notes. So thank you again for being a guest on the show. So glad we were able to finally connect, Jennifer. Me too. If you liked what you heard today and realized you found your SPED soulmate, please subscribe and then head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day and I'll catch you on the next episode.